You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Once again, can we just lift up our hands and give God praise? Let's thank you for the things that he's doing amongst us. Amen. Hallelujah. Testimonies are proof that God is among us. Amen. And that if he has done for one, he can do for another. And he will do for another. Give him praise. Give him praise because your testimony is the next. Your testimony is the next. Your testimony is the next. God is doing things in your life that ears we hear and tingle. God is doing things in your life that people will say, Nah, lie, not be true. God is doing things in your life that if you don't know, if not because people know you, if not because we know you, we will doubt that the stories they are telling are true. God doing awesome and mighty things in our lives. 2023, we are experiencing God like never before. And it's one testimony holding on to the heels of the other. In the name of Jesus. Let's give him thanks. God is set to do us good. God is set to exceed our expectations. In the name of Jesus. Thank him up front. Thank him up front. Thank him up front. Thank you, Lord God. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let's can we have our seats. Glory to God. Time has gone, so um, just hug people in the spirit. Just hug them in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'd like to welcome everybody to the service. I'd like to especially welcome holidaymakers. Pastor Emmanuel. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Okay, let me go straight. Um, our testimonies, um, our prophecy, I've said that every Sunday I read out our prophecy to us. It's a long, it's a long read. Prophecy alone is the message. So, let me try to read it very fast. 2023, the year of abounding grace. Glory to God. The wind has changed direction to favor us. Hence, we are plugged into the season. Amen. Hallelujah. Say your amen. Don't wait for me. I will continue reading. Don't think I will stop for you to say your amen. If you think, if you think catch you, say amen. If you don't catch you, say oh me. The wind has changed direction to favor us. Hence, we are plugged into a season of gathering in which it will take days, weeks, months, and years for us to gather. Glory. There is a mighty, mighty supply. His grace is enough. Jesus is grace personified. His grace made flesh. He is the visible expression of God's grace. Depend on God's grace. Depend on Christ. 2023 is the year of abounding grace. And His grace is enough. In Christ, God's infinite, limitless grace is lavished on us. In this year, we will see the prophetic and the miraculous. Amen. I'm saying, in this year, we will see the prophetic and the miraculous. In this year, we will see the prophetic and the miraculous. This year, expect the prophetic and expect the miraculous. You know, I said I will talk about this one. See, 
It's not when it says expect prophetic. It's not that somebody will come and prophesy. Yes, somebody will come and prophesy over you. Somebody will give you a prophetic word. But expect the prophetic in your own life. In your prayer time, God will prophetically uh, 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 cause answers to come to you. God will prophetically lead you. God will prophetically, prophetically inspire you. And as you take actions on those instructions, on those prophetic instructions, then you expect uh, you experience the miraculous. Amen. Uh, um, Kome was giving testimony in that direction. How you will be going somewhere, and all of a sudden, one spirit is just magnified in your heart. One something is just magnified in your heart. Follow those leadings. Follow those leadings. That's the prophetic at work. Amen. Amen. I say it strongly. That's the prophetic at work. Some of us are expecting when you say prophetic, somebody is coming and vibrating, or maybe you are vibrating. No, no, no. Sometimes it's so easy, it's so subtle, it's so soft that if you are not, if you are not, if you are not sensitive, you will miss it. Amen. Amen. Revelation nine ten. And I fell on, and I fell at, the, at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. If you want to see grace, look at Jesus. Every bit of his life was a fulfillment of prophecies. The prophetic and the miraculous are the essence of Christ. Christ, who is the visible and full expression of God's grace, is characterized by the prophetic and the miraculous. The grace of God is, is a two-edged sword. One side for mercy and the other side of the sword is for vengeance. 2023 is a year of vindication for Zion's cause. The grace of God has caused God's judgment to appear in the heavens. It will descend on the land and on those doomed for judgment. God's hand is not slack or his ears. And his ears are not dull to the cry of the righteous. Isaiah 34.16 Seek for Yahweh's book and read it carefully. You will learn that none of these prophecies will fail. None will lack a fulfillment as his companion. For the Lord has issued his decree. It is his spirit that has gathered them. The key is to keep hearing. Let, let God's grace flood your attention like never before. See and hear. God has satisfied us with his infinite grace and with his limitless grace, mercy and favor. Hallelujah. And prophecy. God has sent his angels into, the, into our future, into our 2023, driving out every enemy from our path and providing for us. Glory to God. I can see it. God's infinite grace and limitless mercy released upon us. His abounding grace providing for us each day and each month of the year, providing for us continuously. I see victories upon victories upon victories. I see the host of God's people dancing their victory dance from one victory dance to the other. Prophecies are being fulfilled in their lives. The good, the good words God has spoken over us are released over us like a flood, like rain, one holding, one holding on to the heels of the other. Glory to God. Grace, grace, grace. Grace is being declared over us every single day of 2023. And we walk in the path of grace, in his counsel, in our covenant with him. God has satisfied us with his infinite grace and his limitless mercy and favor. Hallelujah. In his abounding grace in 2023, we mount up with wings as eagles. We renew our strength. We grow out new wings. We learn the direction of the spirit, the direction 
We learned the direction of the wind, the direction of the spirit. We saw with wings, we saw with the spirit, glory to God. We let loose our sails, and like the sheep, we sail with the wind. But those who wait on Yahweh's grace will experience divine strength. So we wait for Yahweh's grace. We wait for Yahweh's grace. As we wait for Yahweh's grace, we experience His divine strength. We will grow out new wings like eagles. Hence, we will rise up and soar with wings like eagles. We will run without growing weary and we walk, with, we walk through life without giving up. We stand immovable, steadfast, abounding in the grace of God. We rely completely on Him. Oh, brethren, we rely, com- we rely on Him completely. And ultimately, that is prayer, to rely completely upon God. We stand still. We wait upon Him. Glory to God. We wait upon His grace. We wait upon what He has done for us and we receive these victories. As I lift my hands to the Lord, I see it raining. I see it raining. Raining heavily all around us. In response to our prayers, it is raining. It is raining out. It is raining your desires. It is raining grace. It is raining mercy. It is raining. I see it raining. Lift up your hands and thank Him for the rain. Hallelujah. It's raining. Hallelujah. Thank Him for the rain. I can see it raining over our ministries, over our churches, over our businesses. Hallelujah. It is raining over, it's raining over our nation. It's raining over those parasitals. It's raining over everything we have put our hands on. And the rain is causing the earth to yield her fatness, to yield abundance. Where once through the desert, is becoming a fruitful field and a forest. Trees that stood barren are becoming fruitful trees feeding multitude. Impossible doors, are, impossible doors that seem short are being flung open in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The valley is being filled up and the mountains are being demolished and there are highways where there seem to be no way. Our God who made a way through the Red Sea and charted a path in the wilderness has done the same again for us in his mercy and his grace. He has made ways for us where where seemingly there were no ways. Through impossible situations, he has charted a course and a way for us. God who caused water to come out of the rock and caused me to come down from heaven, the same God has done even more for us in his grace. In this time we are in, said God, I have done much more in my grace. Ha ha ha! Hence, our mouths are filled with laughter and we rejoice. Sound of rejoicing and laughter this year will be heard in our houses and in our camps. Men will hear from afar shouts of rejoicing, dancing and celebration in our camps. Oh, I give you praise, Lord. I can see right before me Fortified gates flinging open for us as we come. And I'm reminded of what happened to Peter while he was in prison. The angel came and smote him. And he woke up to find that the chains had fallen off. And the angels opened the first gate and he came forth. The angel opened the second gate and he came forth. And as he was approaching, the third gate opened of its own accord. Hallelujah. Gates, doors, they are opening unto us. Chains are falling off. Hallelujah. Where we once stood limited in the past, the limits have been taken off. Glory to God. The chains have fallen off. 
the gates are open and we are now limitless. Hallelujah. Where barriers and borders had been placed around us, those borders have been removed, said God. Lift up your eyes and see. Those borders are no more. The limits are taken away. Thank you, Lord. His word have brought light and will receive light shining in, 2020, in the year 2023. Hallelujah. We can see it. Glory to God. The limits have been taken away. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As we go into 2023, God has gone ahead of us, subduing the nations under us and placing the people under our feet. There is a fire emanating from us, opening every door in our path, burning every enemy in our midst. At first we are walking, then we are running, and then we will be soaring like, soaring on the wings, soaring on wings like eagles. Oh, fight the good fight of faith. Stretch, stretch in the realm of the spirit, and lay hold of what he has gotten for you. Lay hold on what he has gotten for you. Hey, what grace has gotten for you? Lay hold by faith on what he has gotten for you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is our year. The great and terrible one, the mighty one in battle, fighting for us. This is our God. The great and terrible one. The great and mighty one, the terrible one in battle, fighting for us. He's our covenant partner. Hallelujah. He's our covenant partner. We have gone, he has gone ahead of us. Oh, glory to God. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. So rejoice and be glad. He has gone ahead of us. Hallelujah. He has gone ahead of you, conquering for you, placing things in your path every day of every week of every month of 2023. God places things on, on our path. It's no wonder the Bible says daily He loads us with benefits, with His goodness. Daily He loads us with His goodness. Oh, hallelujah. We rejoice. We rejoice and we are glad for the for the Lord directs our steps. For his word says the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. He directs our steps. He directs and orders our steps. Each step that we take in 2023 is ordered by the Lord. And each one comes with brighter glory. A brighter glory. For you will see your enemies on your right hand falling. On your left hand falling. Glory to God. Ahead of you they are falling. All you need to do is to keep taking steps. Keep taking the steps of faith that you are taking. Each step is a step of peace in the peace of God that passes understanding. You keep taking these steps of faith in peace for the grace of God envelops you. In the midst of turmoil, in the midst of war, in the midst of crisis, the peace of God that passes all understanding guards your heart. In that peace, you take your steps and you move in the power of God, in the wisdom of God, in the strength of God. Hallelujah. And you will see yourself standing at the mountain, unscathed, unharmed, completely victorious, in, on every side. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And suddenly you will see yourself standing on the other side, at the top of the mountain, unharmed, unscathed, for God has granted you victory. Hallelujah. And none of the schemes of the enemy, none of the world, the fight or the troubles of the enemy will touch you. For God has kept his own just as he promised he would. He has kept his own. God has kept his own as he promised he would. He has kept his own. Hallelujah. God has kept his own as he promised he would. He has kept his own. 
shall be a time of war, but God has kept his own as he promised, unscathed, unharmed, victorious, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so, um, well, I just want to share briefly, it took me about 15 minutes to read that. I just want to share briefly, as brief as I can. I don't have a title for it, but you give it a title. But you see, it's um, in line with what I've been sharing, I think almost from the end of last year. You know, and um, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I'm almost repeating the same thing. But you know, I, I was thinking about it and saying, God, before the people will say that a pastor doesn't have any message, so he's just saying the same thing over and over again. But you see, God just reminded me and said, that, Look, keep saying it. When he finally comes and says, hey, Pastor, you have been preaching this message for the past three weeks, and that means that they are hearing you now. Amen. Because when you say, Okay, okay. Say, ah, come on. You have been saying this thing now. It's the same thing you have been saying over and over again. If you know that it's the same thing you have been saying over and over again, then that means that you're finally hearing it. Amen. Hallelujah. So, it's about the same thing I've been saying. I think since from the end of last year, the Lord has started saying. And that is what the prophecy has said, and that's what we are doing. And basically, what is it? Focusing on God's word. Amen. You know, I, um, I, 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 started, I worked on my, started preparing um, what I want to share. God had some things that God was leading me to share on. And um, so yesterday night, um, Daphne was performing drama in the night, kept us awake. And my wife was playing the message, and um, something in the message caught my attention. Um, well, actually, Joseph Prince's message. And he was talking about, he was talking about, um, a verse of scripture, and just caught my attention, and God began to minister to me. You know, I told you that, isn't that my between sleep and awake that God finds it easier to talk to me? That's when God started talking to me. So, it's added to what I want to share this morning. And I'll just start from there, because I'm really blessed by it. Let's open our Bible to Matthew chapter 16 from verse 13. It says, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples say, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Go on, we're reading to nineteen. So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say, and I also say to you, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, is it Hades or Hades, shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Now this is a very interesting please don't go back to 13 because I'll start talking from 13. This is a very um, interesting Bible verse and I believe a lot of us know it very well. And you know like I said, um, I, I've never seen it in this light. I, we can preach it. You know, one of the things that, about, 
um, about God's word, the beauty of God's word is that God can use the same scripture, the same Bible verse, the same chapter. God can use it to say a million things to you. Amen. And I'll talk about, I'll talk, maybe mention that a little bit somewhere down the line in the message. But what I'm saying is that I've read this place before. I think I've even preached on it before. I preached about, about the church on uh, about the church from here before. But I never seen what I saw from it. So we just go through it. Now, it says when Jesus came down, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And you see, that's a question that a lot of us will need to answer. Who is Jesus to you? Amen. Who is he to you? I think, you know, the question Jesus asked is, Who do men say I am? Do you know that a lot of times in life, a lot of things are telling us who Christ is. A lot of things are telling us who Jesus is. You say, how? Don't I know the Bible? Don't I read the Bible for myself? I'll give you a few examples. You go, you, you, you go through, you maybe listen to somebody's testimony or wherever it is, social media, all the avenues that are open, you're listening to somebody's testimony and the person is telling you how, how, you know, last year I came down with cancer and you know, I have, been, I have not been faithful in my commitment to God. God had to use cancer to arrest my attention. When I had cancer, for the first time in my life, I sat down with God. I faced God. I prayed and God answered and today I'm healed. I said, hmm. So when God wants to get your attention, he, he throws sickness. You know, you say, no, I don't believe it all. But when sickness comes, if any sickness ever comes, then you start thinking, is it God trying to teach me a lesson with this thing? Amen. I have a bill to pay. I'm trusting God. I'm in faith and everything. And then, and then, uh, 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 um, somebody is telling me that you know, uh, uh, um, God no longer raised money from heaven. Miracle money no longer exists. God said that if you if you don't run work, you do not eat. Say, oh, so that means that God cannot. I need to be doing something. I need to. I need to be hustling. It's my hustle that God blesses. Am I encouraging laziness? You know that I'm not. But you get what I'm saying. That even despite your job, despite, uh, I mean, l- listen to some of the testimonies this morning now. Listen to some of the testimonies this morning. What did they do? What is, what, what is the mighty thing that they did? What did they do? I mean, what, what, did, what, did, what did Kome do to bribe God to speak to him and be amplifying speech or places to go to, to, to make sales? What did our brother Kenneth do that he gets a machine that, he gets a machine at Almost one third of the price. Amen. Who do men say that I am? What are the things that you have had? How have people described God to you? How have people represented God to you that you have unconsciously taken and accepted? No, it's a very important question. I mean, sometimes when you're going, and truly, you know, a lot of times, when life is rosy, eh, you don't even know that you have some of these crazy, crazy thoughts. You don't even know that your mind uh, is wired that way. I mean, everything is going well, your life is good, we ask the good God, we serve the good God, he does good things, we are living the good life, you know. But when um, hard times hit, then we know, we begin to see the God that you believe in. Who do men say that I am? How have situations of life, how have people, how have uh, 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 um, social media, how has um, 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 wrong doctrines, how have they described God to you? 
Who do you say God? Who is God to you? Amen. I mean, I, I, was, so, I was so blessed and thrilled by Manuel's testimony because God has been dealing with me along that line. Amen. That I say that, look, yes, I'm wrong. Yes, naturally speaking, I'm wrong. But God has taken, put the punishment of my wrong on Christ. So the punishment no longer, has, no, no longer comes upon me. I take the, the, the rightness of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't remember, I remember I mentioned it just, I've shared it, I've not shared it to some people. You know, there are some financial decisions that I made last year that were very wrong. I mean, and, and, you, you know, I, I'm just trying to, you know, color it nicely. You know, and towards the end of the year, it was also open to me, say, ah, if I had done this and done this and done this and done this, things, I would have, I would have gotten a better result. And now I'm in a financial hole, and I say, no. And God started dealing with me that way. He said, no, I refuse to accept that because of my mistakes, that I will suffer the consequence of my mistakes in my finances. I refuse to suffer the consequence of my financial mistakes. Amen. Who do men say that I am? It's a question that you will always have to answer. Who do men say that I am? Glory to God. Next verse. So they, they, they say everything, okay, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this. Then it comes to the cocoa question. 15, thank you. He says, and he said to them, But who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? You know, a, a scripture in Daniel, 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 I can't remember where, Daniel, Daniel something, in Daniel chapter. It says, They that know their God shall be strong and do explore. Is the know that you. Pardon my English, just understand it. If you know that you know your God, that allows you to be strong and do exploit. Who do you... Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Okay, so Jesus asked the question, who do you say I am? And that's the, that's the important question. See, in life, it's not who people say that, uh, who people say the Christ is. It's not who pastor says that um, Jesus says that we work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the revelation of who you catch that he is personally that brings you any results, that brings you any victory, that enables you to be able to use it on a personal level. Amen. No matter how much, see, no matter how much I, I describe or I, I try to paint to you or portray to you who Jesus is. Amen. No matter how much I try to portray to you, you, some, of, some, people, some people are still going to come to that place and say, when, when it comes to facing life situations, say, ah, you, you, you are a pastor now. That's what God will do for you. If I was a pastor too, God will do for me. Amen. You know, it's very, very easy. Even someone like me, it's very easy for me to say, ah, you know, if, if I've come, and, let me confess, sometimes, you know, if I've come to that level of reverence, or, or uh, 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 Bishop Oedipo, I mean, some things will be happening for me with ease. It's very easy to believe like that. I mean, it's very easy to talk like that. But it's a personal revelation. See, you know what works for all of them, all these people that you call, people that you think they're working for, is what they know and what they believe. It's what they know and what they believe. Who do you say I am? Not what do people say, who do people say I am? Who do you say I am? Now let's listen to uh, um, um, the answer. 
Verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ. You are the anointed one. The son of the living God. Hey, he said you are the anointed one. The, you know Christ means the anointed one. He said you are the anointed one. The son of the living God. Glory to God. Amen. Do you know, I, I, so I, I was looking at it. I said something God was showing me here. You know, um, uh, there's, there's a significance about the name here. Simon Peter. Simon Peter. Amen. You know, for a long time I heard that the word Simon meant, meant a read. Easily taken. So, this morning, earlier hours of this morning, when I, 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 I was doing, studying it, uh, the, going through the, the, the chapter, you know, I was looking, I started checking for the Simon, meaning a read. And I checked, I checked, I couldn't find it. But I've seen it somewhere before. I've, I've been, I've had even, I've even had somebody, maybe had a message preached before. So I said, okay, calm down, today, calm down. What does, what's the word there? And I just know what I discovered what Simon means. It, it, it means to hear, to, li- to listen to, to obey. Simon. To hear, to listen to, and uh, to obey. Okay, so, okay, I, I, I'm jumping it now. Um, it says you are, you, are, you are the Christ, Son of living God. Go to go, verse 17. Because that's where I want uh, actually talking about. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. It's actually the name Simon Barjona uh, I'm, 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 I'm talking about. Simon Barjona. Jesus calls him Simon Barjona. So he said, This is what Simon means to hear, listen to, obey. Now, the Barjona means um, son of Jonah. Amen. Like I say, um, Emmanuel Bar Nkamare. That means, that doesn't mean that his son name has changed to Bar. Bar. No, it means son of. So it says, Simon Bar Jonah. Son, Simon, son of Jonah. You know the word Jonah? It means a dove. It means a dove. Now, what does the dove represent? What's the, when we talk about, when we talk about the dove, I mean, in our, what does the dove represent to you? Hello, are we in church? Holy Spirit. It represents the Holy Spirit to us. Now, see what they say. Simon Barjona, the one who hears the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, you're going to say, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Revelation of Jesus, revelation of the anointed that you will have, of the, of the Christ that you will have, is God opening your eyes to see the Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. See, it doesn't come by both faith. It doesn't come by, and it doesn't come by like, like I said, it doesn't come by flesh and blood. And that's what Jesus was talking about. Who do men say I am? That's what flesh and blood is saying. I mean, everybody, anybody can say, oh, Jesus is the Christ, Jesus is this, Jesus is that, Jesus is that. But it just sounds like plenty of theory to you. But who do you say I am? Who has the Holy Spirit revealed me to be to you? See, we must come to a place where we get a revelation of the Christ. And that's what Paul was talking about in Ephesians chapter 1, I think from verse 17. I think 17, uh, 16, 17. Amen. He says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Verse 18. 
The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Why? That you may know. What is the essence of the eyes of your understanding being enlightened? So that you come to a place where you know. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. Amen. Go on. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Amen. Far above principalities and powers and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And has put all things under his feet. And given him to be head over all things to the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him who fills all things in all. So Paul was praying this prayer that God will, come to, God will cause light to flood your eyes. The eyes of your understanding. So you come to a place where you understand, where you know Him. You understand what He has made available for you. And you can take advantage of it. You cannot take advantage of what you do not know. But what you do not know you have. Amen. See, if you get, I think it's still one of the, one, see, see a rich man, still a very rich man can dole out money. Because no one of the richest in the world anymore. But if you get puts a million dollars in your account, and he doesn't tell you, you will not know. And you can't use it. Amen. And you don't have one cup in your pocket. You're looking, you want to even buy sweet. And I say, oh, oh, Kai, sweet. Eh, sweet of 10 naira. Okay, that's the 10 naira sweet. Eh, okay. So sweet of 10 naira, you know, like I say, um, 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 some state, online juice that always interests me. Well, somebody I know was saying on a status. He said, the year I became an auntie, there's no longer 15 Arab biscuits. No, there's no longer 10 Arab biscuits. <laughs> Is that the year that I became an auntie, there's no, no, no more 10 Arab biscuits. Okay. You may want to buy 15 Arab biscuits. You don't have money in your, in your pocket, but you have a million dollars in your account that you do not know about. Amen. With a million dollars, I think you can even buy the biscuit factory. Glory to God. He says that God may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding flooded with light so that you know who the Christ is. We need to come to a place where we know who the Christ is. And see, you cannot know who the Christ is outside of the scriptures. Glory to God. Please go back to um, Matthew 16. So, he says that, Blessed are you, Simon Barjuna, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Then, he goes on to say, um, and, I say to you, and I say unto you, you are Peter. You know, that word Peter also means a rock. That means that it's, it's stable, it's steadfast. See, when you catch a revelation of the Christ, you come to a place where you are steady, you are stable. You come to a place where you are no longer, like, like, like Paul would say, you are no longer tossed around by every wind of doctrine. You are no longer tossed around by everything. People say, oh, Jesus is, is the Messiah. Oh, he's the, he's the crown prince. Oh, he's the... It, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know who he is by yourself. You come to a place where you are rock solid in this knowledge of who he is. He says, and on this rock, what is the rock? Not the name Peter. On the rock, the revelation... That he is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. On this rock, he says, I will build my church. See, on that revelation which you have caught, then things begin to happen to you. But you must first come to a place where you catch a revelation of who he is. 
Not what, who they say he is. You know, it's beautiful to come to church and hear messages. It's beautiful for you to gather uh, um, trusted uh, uh, men of God and listen to their messages. The essence of it all is to help you to come to a place where you catch a revelation of the Christ for yourself. For yourself. You come to a place where you know God and you can start to do exploits. He says, you are, the, you are Peter. You are a rock. You become, you, what, what, the revelation you have right now has made you solid. And on that revelation, then you receive answers. You experience victory. You experience, you experience the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, I'll build my church and the gate of and the gate of Hades shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Verse 19. He says, And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. See, when you know, have a revelation of him, amen, when you have a revelation of the Christ for yourself, then you receive Understand what I mean? You, 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 it gives you the keys to the kingdom. It gives you the keys to be able to open doors and get things happen for you. It gives you the keys to be able to open doors and enter into places. It's a personal revelation that you must catch for yourself. And you see, you get that revelation as you listen to the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that reveals the Christ to you. Then when you come to that place, you become steady. You become strong. Amen. Hallelujah. You become strong. And based on that revelation, you cannot flow in the things of the kingdom. Amen. Based on that revelation, you receive the keys of opening doors. You receive the keys of financial prosperity. You receive the keys of living in divine health. You receive the keys of divine protection and, and safety. You receive the keys of everything that God has spoken to you about. Because you have a revelation of who the Christ is. Hallelujah. Uh, okay. Now, let, 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 let me move forward. Um, Galatians chapter 3, from verse 1 to 5. He says, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. Amen. This, I, this only I, I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? You know, there's something interesting that, that uh, and this uh, actually where I want to start from, but then um, um, and this first part came. There's something very interesting that he talks about here. He says, did you receive the Spirit by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? There is something called the hearing of faith. Amen. Now let's go on reading. Verse 4, verse 3. He says, Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, are you not being made perfect in the flesh? Glory to God. Are you not being made perfect in the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Verse 5. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles amongst you. 
Does he do it by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? Amen. And this part, this is this, this part I really wanted to, I, I want to land on and really want to talk on. He says, therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? Let's relate it, let's, let's relate it to what we, re, what, what we just uh, 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 saw in, in, in Matthew. Does he do it by what this works work of the law, what people say? How people have described God to you? Because, you see, basically what the law was doing was painting a picture of God that was not correct. Amen? That's what the law did. He painted a picture of God that was not correct. He said, is that how you receive miracles? Or by the hearing of faith. So you see, and we know, what is the answer? By the hearing of faith. That means that your receiving is based on your hearing of faith. You're receiving the miraculous, you're, 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 the miraculous happening among you or, or the supply of the Spirit is what by the hearing of faith. And Romans 10 tells us what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing God's Word. See, we can't overemphasize it. I can't, I, I can't overemphasize it. I can't, I can't, um, what else? That you want to experience God. A lot of us are saying, you know, there are a lot of things that, places that we think that, there are a lot of spiritual heights that we feel that we want to attain. You know, you want to come somewhere, you know, you want to speak, I mean, you, you, you know those spiritual, every one of us, you know the spiritual heights that you, those spiritual places that you want to come to. Amen. And, a lot of things are going on. Some people say, no, you have to fast. No, you have to pray. No, you have to uh, do this. No, you have to. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The supply of the Spirit comes to you. Work things of miracles happen for you by the hearing of faith. So, you need to bring yourself to a place where you are constantly hearing faith for you to experience the supernatural. What are you listening to? What do you pay attention to? The prophet said it this year that we, 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 we must learn to focus. What are you focusing on? Amen. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us I mean, if I, if I, if I say... Everybody here, recite one healing scripture. Almost everybody here will know his healing scripture. If I say, recite one scripture about prosperity, almost everybody here will know a morning scripture. But, a lot of us, we also agree that it doesn't work the way um, the fathers of faith, you know who I call the fathers of faith, it doesn't work the way the fathers of faith said it works, he say it works in their life. Why? What are you listening to? What are you mixing it with? Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I say, um, okay, let, 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 me, let me read the other scripture so that, please just give us till 12, 12, 15, we'll be out, we, we'll have closed. After all, 
Some of you are still going to be here till 2 o'clock. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 8. Um, okay, I want it in the Passion Translation. Lucky, can that happen? Our sister. Amen. Amen. Okay, let me start reading. Maybe I should open it from my own and start reading it from here. Before they catch up with me. First Timothy chapter four from verse one. TPT. He said the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit has explicitly revealed at the end of this age many will depart from the true faith one after another devoting themselves to spirit of deception and following demon-inspired revelations and theories. Amen. He says that they will depart from the faith following, uh, what is this? Devoting themselves to deceptive spirits of deception and following demon-inspired revelations and theories. And it's already happening. I mean, sometimes when you hear some, people, some, some people's revelation, they just, uh, okay, uh, Stay where you are, I stay where you did your day, I did my day. I, let's not mix. Amen. He says, gone. He says, hypocritical liars will deceive many and their consciences won't bother them at all. They will, requ- they will require celibacy and dietary decision that God doesn't expect. For he, ex- he created all food to be received with the celebration of faith by those who fully know the truth. Amen. So, see, he's talking about food here. But there's something very interesting he says. He says that, For he created all food to be received with the celebration of faith by those who fully know the truth. So, you see, there are a lot of things that you're going to, you're going to be able to relate to because you fully know the truth. Amen. There are truths from God's word. Honestly, let me, let, me, let, me, let me use that as an example. What Emmanuel's testimony this morning. You know, I am very sure that some people, in some people's heart, it still doesn't fit well. That I did wrong and I'm not the, 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 the let me use Bible English, the recompense of my, of my wrongdoing is not coming on me. He doesn't know. Bible says the soul that sins shall die. Amen. But that is scripture. That God says that He will not He will not credit my my wrong to my account. Instead, He credits Jesus' righteousness to my account. That is the scripture. So tomorrow you stand. Um, and I, I think he was even saying that, saying that. So tomorrow you stand and you, you, you've missed it. And then you're saying, oh Lord, mercy, mercy, mercy. You know, you know a lot of times, it's easy for people to pray that, it's easy for people to cry for mercy. And mercy, you're crying out for mercy with a, with a, with a condemnation mindset. And I dare to say, that's why your cry of mercy sometimes is not answered. When you say, hi God, God, God. God, mercy, mercy, mercy. And in another sense, you know, in another sense, you're saying mercy. God, just be lenient with the, the, the punishment. Reduce it small. Let it not come fully like the way it's supposed to come. Just reduce it small. Reduce it small. That's what you're crying for. 
Amen. Let's go on. Verse 4. We know that all creature is beautiful to God and there is nothing to be refused if it is received with gratitude. All day that eats, all that we eat is made sacred by the word of God and prayers. If we will teach believers these things, you will, know, you will be known as the faithful and good minister of Jesus, the anointed one. Not your, as, not your others in the living word of faith and in the knowledge of grace which we are taught. Be quick to abstain from senseless... Now, this way I will talk. Be quick to abstain from senseless traditions and legends. But instead, be engaged in the training of the truth that brings righteousness. For athletic, athletic training only benefits you for a short season. But righteousness brings lasting benefit in everything. For righteousness contains the promise of life for time and eternity. Amen. Amen. Go back to verse 7. It says, be quick to abstain. You know, uh, okay, okay. Sorry, Lucky. Give me a, in New King James or Old King James, any of the King James that you, 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 you have. It says, but reject profane and old wise. I, I, I love to do, do what it says. It says, reject profane and old wise tales. Fables. You know what fables are? Fabu. You know what Fabu is? You know, you, you know you, okay, better than in, in the room. Okay, maybe come, uh, come a woman will know it. You know what I say? They say, in Yoruba speaking, they say, ah. Um, at the Mecca, Ogatoi. You know what you say? Say me- Mecca um, chicken. When you go to Mecca, the chicken is the Mecca at this store. You say ah ah uh, ah. Uh. Okay, it's like this. Haba. Okay, but it's like this. It's like this. Oh, white tables. You just concoct stories. You just concoct. You 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 know interpret scriptures based on your personal experiences. You interpret scriptures based on what you have had somebody say. Amen. I remember many years ago when, when a, a popular minister of God died in a plane crash and, and people were saying, ah, if that kind of person can die, who has hope? Ah, you know, anybody can die anytime. No, anybody cannot die anytime. I cannot die anytime. I cannot die anyhow. Amen. He says, reject them. Reject them. Reject profane. What's profane? It's, it's death seat. Something that just something that just just irritating to hear. Reject them. Amen. Reject profane and all wise fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. Go back to TPT. Uh, 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 exercise yourself towards godliness. Exercise yourself. TPT says, exercise yourself towards righteousness. Train, but it says instead engage in the in the training. Of truth that brings righteousness. A training of truth that brings you to a place of right standing with God. Amen. Amen. And then it talks about, but it don't turn there. It says, it says that, it says, okay, go there. It says, uh, uh, athletic training. It says, um, athletic training only benefits for a short season. For a short, and that's the truth. You pump steel, you do everything, you go to gym, you live your 120 years. 
after you die, you're not carrying six packs to heaven. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody's going to look at your six packs in heaven because you have a glorified body. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. But while you're on this earth, it's beneficial to you. He says, profit to live to. He says, but righteousness brings lasting benefit in everything. What is the meaning of everything? Everything except your health. Everything except your finances. Everything except your marriage. Everything except your protection. In everything. It brings benefits. Lasting, and causes, it says lasting benefits in everything. For righteousness contains the promise of life for time and eternity. I go back to where I started from. What is the revelation that you have caught of the Christ? From staying in his word. Amen. What is the revelation that you have caught of the Christ from staying in his word? You cannot catch this. You cannot get any revelation of the Christ outside of the scriptures. And that's what Paul was talking about. I mean, Galatians, Galatians Paul was really addressing some of this nothing that was going on in, in, in the Galatian church. You cannot, you cannot catch a revelation of the Christ outside of God's word. Glory to God. You must, I use the word very strongly, you must stay in the word of God. You must stay in the word of God. You must, you must be consumed by God's word. You must allow God's word to capture attention. You must allow God's word to be all that you see and all that you hear and all that you come to know. So when you are interpreting life, you are interpreting life through the scriptures, the revealed word of God in your heart. That is how you experience victory. That is how you experience victory. A lot of times we have spent so much, we have put so much effort in listening to old wives, old wives, uh, like the Bible says, profane and old wives' tales. We have spent so much, we put so much energy listening to it. And it comes, it comes in various glorified forms. It comes in lots of all doctrines that are just demonic in, their own, in, in, in themselves. And yesterday it is end times and we, are, and we are really in the end times. These times we are in people, you hear things that, you're just wondering, like, where did you hear this from? You know, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me give you, let me give you what I'll call an acid test of, 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 of a lot of doctrines that you hear. Any doctrine that you hear that um, causes an uneasiness inside of you. No, uneasiness inside of you. I'm going to try to really, really bring it down to Any doctrine that you hear that causes an uneasiness inside of you and you, you are struggling with it is probably not of God. Now, li- listen to me carefully. I'll give an example of myself. You know, I've said the first time I heard the gospel of grace, when I heard the message of grace, my head struggled with it. Now, my sins are forgiven past, present, and future. My head struggled with it because all my life I've been taught that God will punish you for your sins. So, and suddenly you're telling me that God has forgiven me my past sins. Okay, yes, He has forgiven me my past sins because I confess them. No, it's not because you confess them. Even before you came, came on the scene to confess them, they were forgiven. Amen? You're telling me my sins are forgiven past, 
My sins are forgiven present. Yes, they are forgiven present because I'm going to confess them. No. He is forgiven because he has forgiven you 2,000 years ago. I struggled this in my head. But you know, somewhere inside of me, and that's the point I'm making, somewhere inside of me, something sounded, it, 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 it settled. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how many of you have had that experience before. Somewhere inside of me, something felt right about this statement. But you see, the one that your head, he said, mm, and inside of you, he said, uh, all of a sudden, and it can come in various ways. All of a sudden, you just begin to experience some kind of fear, you begin to experience some kind of agitation, you begin, it is not of God. Amen. Hallelujah. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Where are you getting your revelation of the Christ from? Where are you getting your revelation of the Christ from? Because is that revelation that you have, is that revelation that you have that you will run with, that will give you results? If your, if your revelation is faulty, the results are going to be faulty. If your revelation is right, then you will be getting the right results. Amen. Well, I guess we'll continue from here next week. But I'll end with this. Stay with God's word. This year, make a constant effort to stay in God's word. Amen. Look. Study. Read. Listen to messages. And it's not, it's not they'll just say, oh, I'm going to listen to everybody. For instance, for, for someone like me, there are some ministers that have decided I'm going to listen to this year. God has quickened their names in my heart to listen to them. I'm going to pay attention to them this year. Number one, Reverend Arume. Of course, Reverend Arume. And there are some others. I won't call their names to you. Amen. But see, there are, let me use this word, there are wells that you should drink from. There's wells that you should be constantly drinking from this year. And God will stir your heart. God will prompt your heart. God will lay those names. God will lay those wells in your heart. Follow them. Amen. Follow them. So that by December, first of December is when you start saying, I, I have testimonies. So I have testimonies. Amen. Hallelujah. Who are you listening to? What is the word? What is the word of God that you are listening to is either going to make you this year or it's going to break you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. But before we take our tithes and our offerings, I want us to take communion. Every weekday, um, when we gather in the evening to pray, to end our fast, we usually take communion to end the fast. So, today, it's also a day of prayer. We'll take communion to end our fast. Hallelujah. As we come to the communion table this morning, it's already afternoon, this, this, today, I want us to have a picture of all our punishments, all the punishments for our wrong, our offenses, our mistakes, our shortcomings. I want us to have it coming on Jesus. And in his place, that song says a beautiful exchange. In his place, he's given us all his righteousness.
everything that makes him God, everything that makes him one with God, he's exchanging it to us. He takes our sinfulness and gives us his righteousness. And based on that righteousness, we run the race of life and we win always. I repeat again, we win always. It's not a, it's not a, we win most of the, we win 90% of the time, we win 99% of the time. We win 101% of the time, always. Amen. Amen. But our eyes and our focus must be on the sacrifice of Jesus. His body broken for us, his blood shed for us. That in this sacrifice, God has reconciled us back to himself. Amen. So God cannot withhold anything from us. Amen. No, see, I, 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 say, it, I say it with reverence. It, becomes, it, will, it will be a sin on God's part to hold anything back from us. It will be a sin on God's part to hold anything back from us. Whatever it is, we have it because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the body of Jesus that is broken for us. We give you praise. Because all the punishment necessary for our healing, our well-being, came on Jesus. Because the chastisement of our peace, Jesus bore. And so he has given us peace. Peace in our bodies. Peace in our minds. Peace all around us. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. In the name of Jesus. We declare that we are at peace with God. We are at peace with man. We are at peace with the elements of this world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus that is shed for us. Thank you, Lord God, because by this blood, we are made one with Christ. We receive the blessing in the overflow in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you give us all things in abundance. We have all things in abundance. To the overflow. To the overflow. To the overflow. To the overflow in the name of Jesus. We have life to the overflow in the name of Jesus. We have the blessing to the overflow in the name of Jesus. All of God's grace to the overflow. In the name of Jesus, we receive the overflow working for us everywhere we go and whatever we do in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, because we are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please let's come out and partake. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the body of Jesus broken for us. Thank you for his blood that is shed for us. I will give you praise. Because by this sacrifice, we have the victory now and always. We rejoice and we celebrate in our victory. Glory! Amen. So, just begin to speak words of victory. Declare what you have by this sacrifice. Declare what is working for you. Declare what has come to you. Amen. Declare who you are because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Declare what you have because of what he has done for you. Thank you, Lord God.
Thank you, Lord God. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sultan, you can continue your, your confession. You can continue declaring. It's a continuous thing. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.